excited to begin our series next week, but pause for one more week and kind of set ourselves uh, as a church. And um, you can keep uh, Paul in your prayers. He's just uh, having a service for his mother this morning, uh, remembering her at her uh, church where she worshipped. And so um, he's uh, off doing that, and, uh, but will return with us next week. Well, welcome to uh, our Vision Sunday uh, 2023, and it's an exciting and important morning that we do once a year where we kind of reflect uh, where we've been a little bit as a church, uh, but mostly we uh, look ahead to where we're going and dream a little bit, sometimes about new ideas or, or launching a new ministry or something like that. And so, you know, 2022, uh, looking back, was, of course, a great year. And not only have we recovered uh, from a church, from all the setbacks of COVID, but we are now uh, a spiritual home to, to more people than we actually were uh, than before COVID. And so we haven't just survived or maintained, but we're actually entering uh, new territory as a church. And in fact, several times uh, in 2022, particularly this last fall, uh, we had the most people attendance-wise ever on a Sunday morning, uh, breaking 200 several times for the first time ever for a non-Easter Sunday. And so uh, there are signs of lots of life and growth around us. Uh, in 2022, we baptized more people than any year on record. Uh, we launched a brand new successful outreach to our community through the Good Food Program and partnership, often distributing over uh, 100 bags of affordable uh, fruits and vegetables to our community, and uh, most importantly, just really blessing people's day uh, in the process when they come into our building. Uh, the Alpha Course, of course, a, a program for uh, seekers or skeptics or new believers or those who just want to grow in their faith, uh, over 50 people in our church uh, went through uh, that many pre-Christians are brand new to the faith. And then, you know, just salvations and child dedications and healings and continued outreaches and new ministries launched. And, and you could probably say in a way that 2022 was the most uh, exciting or, and I'll put this in quotes, successful uh, kind of year we've had as a church. But I want to kind of bring it all down a little bit and say something a bit uh, brisk or unexpected, which is so what? Of course, I care about these highlights and numbers because they represent changed lives, transformation, actual people, and potentially the trajectory of generations of families changed and impacted, which is a big deal. And I'm glad we're growing. I mean, we had more people go through Alpha than we used to have in total on a Sunday morning. It's really amazing. But what I mean is, we're not just kind of sitting back and, you know, patting ourselves on the back and, and being content. And additionally, I say, so what? Because these aren't necessarily our goals, although they are evidence and, and kind of fruit that we might be achieving some of our goals. But our goal is to make fully devoted disciples of Jesus, lovers of God, to see people on the road to maturity, and this is all uh, summarized nicely, of course, in our vision and our mission uh, statements, which are just always good to mention, that our vision, meaning who we want to be, what we're always striving for, is to be a family of fully devoted children of God, who are fully mature in Jesus Christ and fully alive 
with the Holy Spirit, and that we're living as God intends, and that we're loving as God loves. And then it's how do we do that? How do we move toward that vision? Well, here's what we do, which is your mission, is that we engage with the heart of God in holistic worship, meaning in all of our life. We edify the people of God in biblical discipleship, Sunday mornings, life groups, other uh, places. And then we embrace the mission of God in our community. We reach out. And we believe 2023 is going to be a pivotal year in the church as we press into this year's theme to go deeper together. And as pastors, uh, if you asked, you know, Hannah and I, uh, what's uh, one of our main passions in life? What is one thing that, that really drives us? One of the answers we would give would be straight out of the Scripture from Colossians 1.28, which is really one of my uh, so-called kind of life verses, if you will, which has been important to me uh, really since becoming a Christian and feeling called to lead. And that says uh, this, that He, Christ, is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature, so we didn't just invent this word, it's from the Scripture, fully mature in Christ. That's what drives us, kind of keeps our, our heart uh, pumping, so to speak. Last year was a really big year uh, for me personally. Uh, we had our sabbatical, uh, I turned 40, uh, finished uh, my doctorate, all of those things, and I'm kind of having a bit of a midlife crisis, um, you know, about like, well, what's next uh, after all of this? And no, you know, I'm not going out and buying a sports car or uh, changing careers, uh, haven't dyed my hair a new color yet, uh, or gotten any new piercings or tattoos yet, um, no promises. But I am asking the question, are we, am I, making disciples? Like, what am I doing? What are we doing? In other words, in, in the words of Hebrews 6.1, are we moving people beyond the elementary teachings of Christ forward toward maturity? Because I want to make lifelong disciples. And that may mean that we shrink as a church instead of grow, because the cost of discipleship is big. Not everybody actually wants to be a disciple, but we're pressing forward and saying, how can we make more disciples, lifelong disciples, fully mature disciples? How do we go deeper as a church? And that's what the author of Hebrews was feeling too when he says in chapter 5, Verses 10 and 11, he's basically saying, hey, I want to take you into the deep truths of God and the faith, but first we have to commit to maturity together. We can't just be Christians in name, but not be growing and maturing in the faith. And the author wants to explore kind of a deeper concept in chapter 5, and you can kind of read about it, but he realizes uh, that they're not quite ready, and so he gives this exhortation, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taking forward to maturity. Uh, the word here is 
teleos uh, in the Greek, where we just get the word telos that we use sometimes, which just means uh, an end or an ultimate goal, what you're ultimately moving toward. And so the author is saying, let's move on to what we were made and designed to be and do, the end to which we were created for, which is maturity in Christ. And this Colossians 1.28 verse that I mentioned, it uses the same exact word when it says, moving forward into full maturity, teleos there, the same exact words, that we are to be ever moving forward toward being more and more who God designed and created us to be, maturing and growing and being changed and transformed more into His image, allowing the Spirit of God to change us and call us forward, drawing out all the potential that God designed for us in every way, because that is His heart for you, and that's our heart for you too as a church. And this is, of course, it's serious stuff. Uh, in fact, the writer of Hebrews gives a very serious and solemn warning against not maturing in verses 7 and 8 of chapter 6, where he says, land that drinks in the rain often on it, and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is farmed, receives the blessing of God. But land that produces thorns and thistles is worthless and in danger of being cursed. In the end, it will be burned. So we should ask the question, well, how, do, how are we going to make sure then that we're maturing uh, together, which we, we do it together. It's not just an individual thing. And, and we are growing and we are maturing. We already talked about all the ways we are as a church, and it's good to celebrate that. But we also want to move forward to not just grow in number and reach, but grow in depth and in maturity, producing disciples of Jesus and lovers of God who produce a useful crop that blesses others. So how are we going to do this? Well, over the course uh, of the year, we're going to be releasing uh, kind of a, a, a roadmap, if you will, uh, or what we'll call maybe the Oceanside Journey or Oceanside uh, School of Discipleship. I don't know, something. We're still brainstorming. And we don't have anything official uh, yet. We have a lot of kind of ideas on paper. Uh, nothing's finalized or even close, really, uh, partly because we also want to hear from you. But let me just give you some ideas we're working with so that you can uh, engage the process with us and pray with us and uh, give some feedback. So again, this is not formalized in any way. Uh, these are just ideas, uh, and we're kind of just want to bring you along on the process. So kind of the, the Oceanside Roadmap uh, of Discipleship would, would potentially be something like this, where we're just at least laying it out on paper. Uh, that, you know, obviously we want to start with those who are just getting started. Uh, you know, you're kind of just enrolling, sort of the prerequisites, if you will, that if you're new to Oceanside, uh, well, we're going to have, like, here's your first steps. Here's how you kind of go from here if you just walked in the door for the first time. Of course, we will have steps for those who are new to the faith, and we'll kind of say, hey, here's your kind of first steps. If you've just made a commitment to follow Christ, we're not just going to leave you hanging. Uh, here's where we go from here. But then what we really want to focus on is, okay, we've if we're new to Oceanside, we're new to the faith, and we've kind of done all that, and, and many would have already kind of so to speak, check those boxes. Are you ready to go deeper in discipleship? 
And so this is uh, what we're going to kind of lay out and plan. And uh, I don't know if it'll look like this. This is just kind of an idea now where we'll have kind of three different uh, tracks uh, that are going based on our keywords. And so you would have kind of the fully devoted track, uh, which is engaging the heart of God in holistic worship. And so this might have things on it like, uh, you know, seeking the baptism in the Spirit through uh, maybe a camp service or Pentecost Sunday evening worship service or, um, you know, going to a conference together or something like that. Uh, maybe it's receiving a healing prayer uh, when or if we relaunch our Oceanside prayer ministry, just some things that we would want people to go through. Uh, we'd have the fully mature track, which is edifying the people of God in biblical discipleship. And, you know, this is where you would get kind of like a, a faith 101 course or something like that, which is, you know, how do, I, how do I read my Bible? How do I pray and go deeper in prayer? Uh, what about uh, the, the sacraments or, or ordinances of the church, the Lord's Supper and baptism? How do I enter deeper into that as a disciple? Uh, the Holy Spirit, how do I engage the Spirit of God? How do I share my faith? Um, what about biblical finances? How do I follow God's Word in my finances? And then, you know, there'd be some kind of uh, more almost elective type uh, of things where we'd say, hey, just choose one of the following based on where you want to grow deeper. So whether it's uh, a marriage course or a finance course or a parenting course, which we have one going on now, or maybe it's the sexual integrity course that we have starting up or, or finding our identity in Christ kind of thing. And uh, so some opportunities to grow in different ways. And then the, the fully alive track, and these aren't necessarily in any kind of order, uh, but embrace the mission of God in our community. So moving from being a disciple to then being a disciple maker, right? We want to make that transition. And this is kind of getting involved in leadership and outreach and mission and uh, evangelism and those sorts of things. And so, uh, again, this is all just like a sketch um, you know, it might get completely scrapped as we continue to pray and discern and also as we hear uh, from you as well. But I want to just close by talking about uh, the why. Like, well, why? why? Why do this? I mean, we could just keep going as we're going and, you know, doing what we're doing. And it's probably the biggest thing we've ever attempted in, in discipleship here at the church. And we may not fully launch it uh, until 2024, but it will be kind of finalized and be at least put in motion uh, at some point this year. But why? Well, we care about you and we want to equip you to better live out your callings as disciples of Jesus and lovers of God. That's what we're here for, and that's what's at the core of our hearts. And that we don't want to just be a successful church that's growing, right? We want to make disciples. We want to fulfill the Great Commission and do what Jesus asked, which is to make disciples. And, of course, the truth is that doesn't just happen because we want it to as a church, right? We can't just say we want to make disciples, but there has to be some sort of idea of how we're going to do that. And like everything in life, it takes work. You know, we don't say, I want to be an electrician or I want to be a veterinarian, and then we just go do it automatically, right? We get training, we do an apprenticeship, we find people experienced in the field, we learn from others, we uh, get the things we need to do, we kind of prove our progress. So we can't just say, let's go deeper in discipleship and then just leave each other to it. 
we have to kind of have a bit of a roadmap for that. So the why is that we want to make things more clear. Uh, we want to offer accountability, even to say, uh, hey, how, how are we tracking with our discipleship? Um, what, what are you engaging? As well as some direction, and like we said, even some choices, where we could say, what area do you want to grow in? Choose one of these four areas, and you know, we're going to kind of take you deeper in one of these areas, whether that be money or marriage or something like that. So this is our, our journey together as a church, and so uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear, well, what are you thinking? Um, you know, hopefully as you engaged our week of prayer and fasting and our theme of going deeper, um, you know, that this is at least already kind of churning in your heart a little bit. But what areas do you want to grow in? Uh, what would benefit your discipleship and Christian maturity? And there's no, there's no bad answers at this point in the process uh, when we're just exploring the heart of God together and trying to come up with what is He calling us as Oceanside, because it's going to look different for us than others. What is He calling us at Oceanside to do? So when you came in, uh, you might have received hopefully something to write on, um, uh, whether it be just the notes of the, the prayer guide or uh, one of these cards. And you don't have to feel bad about using it because these are all the extras. The company sent us a whole nother batch because uh, they accidentally printed glossy on this side, which you can't really write on. Uh, so we're just using these up. You don't have to feel bad about using them. Uh, they're basically just scrap paper at this point. But on the back, uh, it's not glossy, and you can write. So I uh, want to give you some time to fill it out. The band's going to come up, and um, please do put your name on it. Uh, anonymous comments uh, aren't, aren't usually helpful, but um, Maybe you complete this today, maybe you don't, it doesn't really matter, and of course you could email us or write us something too, but if there's some things, you know, on your heart, maybe it's just one key word or something like that, um, you can just write it here um, and then just put it in the giving box uh, as you leave at any point this morning, and you may not finish it today and that's okay, but we want you to be a part of the process, and so uh, take a few minutes, uh, we're going to transition to communion and just... Um, uh, a second, but give you a little bit of time first and uh, to hear from the Lord, to pray, discern, and maybe it's just kind of your initial uh, thoughts at this point, not fully developed, and that's okay. Um, but let's do this uh, together, and we want to hear from you, and then um, uh, we'll go to communion together. So we'll do that as the band uh, just kind of plays softly for us. Mm -hmm. 